Glory to the name of the Lord Jesus. Beloved, we give thanks to God for today. This is the day that the Lord has made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. I'm Apostle Leon Kofi bringing you a word of encouragement from the heart of your father. But before the word of God comes, be blessed by this song by Israel Horton titled, He Knows My Name. Jesus, that we do have a maker, we do have a father who knows us by name, he knows us individually to God. We are not just a number, we are not part of the world's population, but he knows you as an individual. That's why he says that you are precious in his sight. This morning, beloved, I bring you this word of encouragement from the heart of your father to encourage you to place a greater value on your life. Place a greater value on your own life. Amen. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 1 to 4, God says, But now say the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called you by your name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. Through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burnt. Neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior, I gave Egypt for thy ransom, Ethiopia and Seba for thee. Since thou was precious in my sight, thou hast been honorable, and I've loved thee. Therefore, I'll give men for thee and people for your life. Wow, what a word. What a word of encouragement. What a comforting word. What a strengthening word from God, our Father. 
our heavenly father. He says that you are precious and you are honorable in his sight. Amen. You know, sometimes it amazes me the love of God for my life. It's amazing how God has loved me. And I know you also bear the same witness of the love of God, which has just been tremendous in your life. Amen. And you wonder sometimes, what have I done to deserve this goodness from God? And that's what the psalmist in Psalm 8, verse 4 to 5 says. He said, what is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visitest him? For thou hast made him a little lower than Elohim, that is yourself, and you have crowned him with glory and honor. Beloved, what is man that God should be mindful, God should consider us? You know, to talk about man would say that you are a spirit with a soul living in a body. And your body, beloved, is the temple of God. Once you have received Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, you're born again. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 to 20 says that, what do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God, and you are not your own? You see, we are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which belong to God. Beloved, the day you gave your life to Jesus was the day you were purchased, you were bought by God with the precious price of the blood of his son, Jesus. And therefore, you belong to God. You are God's property. And therefore, you are precious to God. Your spirit, beloved, is the essence of life. Your Yourself, that is you. Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. And your body is just the housing, the casing. You know, you cannot change your housing, but you can change your mind, your will, and your emotions. And one of the reasons for discouragement in life is the condition of our minds. That is our thoughts. You know, because your mind is a very powerful part of your constitution. Your thoughts will often have bearing on your will and your desires, which will birth corresponding actions. Because what you desire comes out of your will. Amen. So your mind is very powerful. And the word of God declares that as a man thinks, so he is. Amen. And so if you think less of yourself, that is how you become. And this morning, your Father God will have me tell you that place a better value on yourself. Value yourself. Think better of yourself. You know, not in pride, but to know the worth of you, know, you as a person to God and in life. Now, in the book of 2 Samuel chapter six, 9, reading from 6 to 9, Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, who was lame in his feet, had been taken to a place called Lodiba. In fact, he had been taken there, he'd been hidden for years after his father and his grandfather died. But one day, you know, he was not even remembered, but one day David sat in all his glory and he remembered his friend Jonathan and asked, that is there no one at all in the house, in the family of Saul, that is Jonathan, that I can show kindness? And somebody said, oh, there's one young man called Mephibosheth. He is in, in Lodiba and he's crippled. He's a son of Jonathan. And David said, go and bring him. So they brought this boy or this young man to David. And David said, are you Mephibosheth? They said, yes, I am. Here is your servant. And David said to him, do not fear, for I will surely show you kindness for Jonathan, your father's sake. And I will restore you all the land of Saul, your grandfather. And you shall eat bread at my table continually. This is what David said to him. 
Then Bible says that he bowed himself and said, what is your servant that you should look upon such a dog, dead dog as I am? So in response to David's blessing and offer that I'm going to restore lands to you, I'm going to you know, let you sit at my table like a prince to eat. Instead of saying thank you, he said, why are you, why are you considering me? Why should you look on such a dead dog as I am? You know, what had happened was that Mephibosheth had allowed his situation to crush his spirit. He was downhearted, discouraged to the point where he didn't even value himself. The value that Mephibosheth put upon himself was that of a dead dog. And so he couldn't even receive that which David was offering, you know, he couldn't receive it graciously. He was rather wondering why David should be kind to him. Because in his mind, he didn't deserve anything good. Life can get you there. If you do not watch out, life can bring you to a place where you lose value of who you are in your own sight. And the minute you lose value, the value of yourself, and you don't think better of yourself or more highly of yourself, the same minute people also start, start treating you the same. You know, in the book of Joshua, when the spies came and said to him that when we went to the land, we saw the people of the land, they were giants, you know, the sons of Anak, and we were like grasshoppers in our eyes, and so we were in their sight. They didn't say we're like grasshoppers in their sight. They said we're like grasshoppers in our own sight, and so we were in their sight. As a man thinketh in his heart, so he is. As you see yourself, that's how people also see you. And oftentimes, that's how people will also treat you. I'm not saying that rise up in, a, in, in pride, but place value on yourself because you are precious in the sight of God. Mephibosheth felt that he didn't deserve anything, but he was a prince. He was a son of Jonathan, the son of King Saul. But life's troubles had lowered his spirit had broken him down until he felt like nothing. This one, I pray for you. If life's challenges have discouraged you, made you feel less than you really are, this one, I pray that may the Holy Spirit come upon you and quicken you and revive you to the place where you understand your value before God. You see, because your knowledge of who you are, of how God has made you to be, your knowledge of your worth before God will help you place a greater value upon your life and strengthen and encourage your heart to achievement and to the fulfillment of your God-given purpose. You know, if you do not know your value before God, sometimes you might even doubt that God will do anything good for you. But when you have come to understand that you are a child of the King and that God loves you with a perfect love, it's so much easier to receive from him because then you have built trust. You will build trust because you know that he cares for you. But when you think that you're not worthy of anything good, definitely your soul will not be able to embrace all that God has for you. You must come to the place where you value yourself through your knowledge of God's word and even your experiences in life will tell you that you are prized by God. David, on the other hand, unlike Mephibosheth, was a young man at that time of 
which I'm going to talk to you about, was a young man who was confident in God, confident in his God and what his God would do for him and through him. David, as a young shepherd boy, kept sheep, his father's sheep in the wilderness. And one day he was sent to bring food to his brothers on the battlefield. And there David discovered that there was a giant, Goliath, from the Philistine camp, a giant who was threatening the camp and the armies of Israel. And because of his size, all the men were afraid of him, even the king saw, and they were carrying their tents. But David went up and said, I will fight this Philistine. And it was told the king that this young boy has come to say that he will fight the, the, the giant. And when Saul called him, listen to David's words. David said to Saul, your servant used to keep his father's sheep. And when a lion or a bear came and took a lamb out of the flock, I went after it, struck it, and delivered the lamb from its mouth. And when it rose up against me, I caught it by its beard and struck and killed it. He said, your servant killed both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, seeing he has defied the armies of the living God. Moreover, David said, the Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said to David, go and the Lord be with you. Hallelujah. Saul didn't know what to say. He just said, well, little boy, go and your God be with you. But listen to the confidence with which David spoke. He knew who he was. He knew his prize before God. He knew his value. He knew what God had done for him before. And so he was confident that God would do it again. He wasn't a coward. He was brave. He was strong. He didn't look down on himself. He was bold before big people, great people, before, before the king saw himself. He was bold because he knew that God valued him so much that God had delivered him from the jaws of the lion and the paw of the bear in the wilderness when he was even alone. And so he had confidence to say he could slay Goliath, he could slay the giant. And truly, he did slay Goliath. He did kill Goliath. David became a giant slayer. Why? Because of his confidence in the Lord his God and his confidence in whom God has made him. Hallelujah. This morning, beloved, your confidence in life your victories in life, your joy in life, and many, many more things, your decisions in life, and many more things will determine or will be determined by how you think of yourself. What value do you place upon yourself? It will determine your part in relationships. A lot of people are in abusive relationships because they think that they don't deserve better. A lot of people enter into certain relationships and immediately lie down to be trodden under because they have no they have not placed value on themselves. A lot of people also leave, you know, people allow people to abuse them verbally or physically or in any way or emotionally because they don't even love themselves. But this morning, beloved, this is a deep word to you, a deep word that begin to place value on yourself. Know that you are favored by God, you are loved by God. In fact, it had, if it had been only you on the earth, God, Jesus will still have come to die for you. Amen. So place a greater value on your life and thank God for who you are and be glad in what God has done in your life and what God will do. 
Don't look down upon yourself. You are not a dead dog. You are a giant slayer. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Your confidence should be in the word of God and in God. I say again to you, you are not a dead dog. You are a giant slayer. God bless you. Let me pray over your life. In the mighty name of Jesus this morning, love, I release the strength of God's anointing upon your life. And I pray that may the Spirit of God open your eyes, grant you revelation to see who God has made you and to have a knowledge of what God will do for you and through you. May you be established in the power of God's divine favor, affecting all things concerning your life. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a great day. But this morning, if you have not been saved, if you have not received Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, this is the time. This is your opportune minute, moment. Let's pray. Pray after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I believe in my heart that you are the Son of God who came to die for my sins. Jesus, forgive me of all my sins. Come into my life. Be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. God bless you. You are saved, but with a precious price, the price of the blood of the Son of God. Hallelujah. And therefore, you are, you are valuable to God. You're precious in the sight of God. God bless you. Have a great day. But remember to share this good word with as many as you can. God bless you. Share it. Let someone else be blessed too. Amen. His hands, oh, and